welcome back to another episode of What the Fuck. In the spirit of last week's episode, let's get cozy. I want to set the intention, set the mood, set the vibe for this episode. So right now, wherever you are, I want you to take a look at your surroundings because I think whenever we put on, or at least for me, whenever I put on podcasts, it's usually when I'm going, I'm going to, I'm driving somewhere or I'm, I'm cleaning or I'm doing something. Like I don't just sit on my couch and like listen to a podcast. Like (laughs) it's always while I'm moving. And I think that we are splitting our attention between listening to something and doing something. And we are losing we're, we're, we're moving ourselves from that present moment. So whatever you're doing right now, take a moment to really just come to your body, come to your mind, be more aware of your surroundings, be more aware of yourself as a person. And what do you smell? Like ask yourself, what do you hear? What do you see? Like, are you noticing things on your drive that may be the same drive that you do your, your commute that you don't usually see just because you're bringing about a sense of, of awareness that you don't usually have because our day-to-days are filled with just us being on autopilot. But for me to kind of explain my ambiance, I am going back home to San Diego tomorrow for a couple days and I literally hate coming home to a shitty house. So I just cleaned my home so that when I come back from San Diego, it'll be spick and span. Okay. So everything's clean. I'm sitting in the dark when I record, it has to be dark. So all the lights are off. I'm sitting on my couch Um, I have an incense going spooky. I love it. Uh, speaking of spooky, I think I'm going (laughs) to think I'm going to start a new segment on each of my episodes called what Halloween ambiance is Sabrina playing on her TV. (laughs) And on today's, today's, uh, ambiance is called, (laughs) it's called Halloween party ambiance in the spooky river manor, dark nature sound ambiance. Yeah. So very spooky vibes up in here, but there are like bats flying across the screen, leaves falling from the trees. Like I love it. Pumpkins everywhere. Yeah, we love it. I'm very cozy. I'm very comfortable having a relaxing night. I just had a cup of coffee, which I shouldn't have had because I feel very energized and I really just want to go to sleep. But anyway, that's my ambiance. I hope that you guys had a moment to just come to your bodies and, and look around you. Like sometimes I feel like I am not in my body and my mind is elsewhere. Like I'm, my mind and my body are two separate things doing two completely separate tasks. So if I'm even doing a task, my mind is thinking about something else while I'm on autopilot, like completing that task. I think we lose awareness of ourselves and what we're doing and being completely immersed in what we're doing often that we just forget to check in or just stop for a second and breathe. Especially me, I have a really hard time stopping and just taking a deep breath and yeah, being in the moment. I just, it, it, somehow it's 8 p.m. every day, 10 p.m. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how did I, how did I get here? What's going on? <laughs> what did I do all day long? I'm not sure. But I think that kind of segments me into the topic of today's episode. But before we jump in, um, I did take, if you do follow me on Instagram, I took it to Instagram to 
tell you guys that I really wanted to talk about struggle on this episode. I wanted to talk about struggling. And I think that like within the last year, I've faced a lot of internal mental struggle that I really didn't know how to grapple with. I didn't know how to come out of. And I'm at a place now where I'm kind of reflecting and I'm out of that mindset. And I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot. Um, And yeah, I don't I, I really was going to talk about struggle on this episode. It was what was really calling me. And I, I asked you guys on Instagram, like, what are you guys struggling with? Got some great responses. And I want to address them. I do. And I will. But sitting here today, that's not what's calling me. And that doesn't feel the most authentic to talk about. So what I want to talk about today is Why? The question of why, like, why are we doing what we're doing? And I think like getting lost in an action or getting lost in a task or a job or our routines, we often fail to ask ourselves why, like we will complain about our lives. We'll complain about our jobs or the things that we're doing or the people that we're with or the relationships that we're in. But then we won't ask ourselves like, well, why am I doing this? If you're really that unhappy, then why are you doing this? And for me, I've been doing a lot of just overall reflection of my, on my life of who I've been, what I've done, what I've accomplished. And more importantly, my failures. I've been thinking about my failures a lot because I'm the kind of person that I'm not afraid of failure. I'm really not afraid of failure at all. I love trying new things. I love putting myself out there. I love like yeah, seeing what the fuck will happen. Like if, if it doesn't work out, great, it doesn't work out. And on to the next, on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. And that mindset for me of on to the next is the reason why I keep failing because I'm not putting this important emphasis on why I'm doing what I'm doing. So some context. I first started my... The first big thing that I ever started was in college. I started an acapella group. Loved it. Best decision I've ever made, ever, ever, ever. At TCU, we were called Licensed to Trill. Now, listen, you guys, I really wanted to be called the Basic Pitches, but they weren't vibing with that, which I don't know why. I don't know why. Basic Pitches is funny as shit, but they were like, we don't want to be associated with being basic. I was like, what? Anyway, so (laughs) we're licensed to trill. And it was the best thing ever. If you guys have seen Pitch Perfect, we actually did that competition. Um, We made it to semifinals at UCLA. It was amazing. It's the best. And it's still a group at TCU. And it's something that I'm really, really proud of. It's one of my, I think, biggest accomplishments for myself. That's something that at that time I was in a really, I just got out of a really awful relationship, really awful. And I, I, I lost, I completely lost my sense of purpose and my sense of self. I could not pick myself up. And that was the first thing that I did to just be like, you know what? Fuck this. I am going to do something big. I'm going to do this and I'm going to prove it to myself that I can do this and I can put myself out there and it's amazing. And it's still there to this day. I say to this day as if I'm like 89 and, and like, that's something that I built like a hundred years ago. I don't think that math added up, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> you get the point. But anyway, so then moving on, that that group gave me this sense of excitement of like doing things. Like when I was at TCU, I was in um, seven classes, 
like, why am I doing that? One of them was a neuroscience class, a graduate neuroscience class that I was voluntarily taking. Okay. And then I was, I had two jobs. Okay. And then I had this acapella group with two hour rehearsals twice or three times a week. So I was busy as shit and I loved it. I like, that was my, I thrive off of just a lot of things to do that are different things. And that energy kind of, I, I, I carried that energy with me in terms of like excitement of new projects and new things without really thinking about what I'm doing because I like immersing myself into busyness. So then after I graduated college or like right on my senior year, I, I started Wait for Wait, my Instagram page. And for those of you that are new listeners, my page on Instagram was was not called I'm Sabrina Nina. It was Wait for Wait. And it was a page to erase the stigma uh, of the body image stigma, like the stigma associated with with a being perfect and having the perfect body. And I, and I was so passionate about that, even though you guys, like I genuinely, I genuinely did not relate. Like I, I felt strongly about it. Like I just really didn't understand the obsession over looking a certain way or like starving yourself to look a certain way. And I, I was surrounded by it on college, on the college campus. And I just felt so strongly about it that I started the page and all of my content revolved around what other, what other people wanted to see or what I thought other people wanted to see. And I got lost in this, like, what do other people want for like, I don't know, five years, five years. I was just posting like inauthentic content. Like I, I genuinely meant every word that I said, but it wasn't, it wasn't me. And, and I didn't ask myself, like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't have any body image issues. Like, yeah, we all struggle with insecurities, but at the end of the day, like I wasn't really struggling with my body. And then in the midst of weight for weight, I also started the body positivity project to show that everybody is beautiful. And I did a whole photo shoot campaign. I had a photographer. We had like an actual photo shoot day where I rounded up a bunch of women that I, I didn't know. And we took all these beautiful photos. And then that just kind of like fell off, fell off. Like it didn't, it didn't go anywhere. Like I started an Instagram page and I was like, go follow this page. And I just wasn't doing everything right. Like I wasn't starting slow. It was just, I had an idea and I would start. I wouldn't think about anything meticulously. I wouldn't think of anything strategically. I wouldn't ask myself, why am I doing this? And I would just start something. And the most important thing is like, if you're going to start something, you have to ask yourself why you're doing it. Otherwise it's not going to be sustainable. So for me, Wait for Wait and the Body Positivity Project are, quote unquote, my biggest failures for me because I just, they didn't go anywhere. Like they just didn't go anywhere. They, they plateaued. They got to a point where it gained some traction. It gained awareness. Yes, you know, maybe I influenced some people positively, but at the end of the day, like I wasn't going anywhere with it. I wasn't doing anything drastic. I wasn't coming up with great ideas or great content because I didn't really care. Like I didn't relate. And the more messages I got from people saying, thank you so much for your, you know, really honest and vulnerable post, the more that I thought that I just have to keep doing this because people expect this of me. But I didn't, I was losing momentum. I was losing motivation because I didn't ask myself, why am I doing this? And I think that whatever you're doing in your life, whether it's a workout, 
a routine that you can't get into, whether it's a class that you want to take, whether it's your job that you're not really doing well at, like whatever the fuck it is that you just cannot do, but you're also not taking the steps to get out of it, sit down and really ask yourself, like, look at, analyze every single thing you're doing in your life and ask yourself, why am I doing it? Why am I in this relationship? Why do I have these friends? Why do I have this job? Why am I living where I'm living? Why do I have my, this car? Why do I hate this car? <laughs> like there's so many decisions that we make that we may not be happy with, but we think that we're stuck with because that's the decision that we made and that's it. And it's final. That's what I've thought like a lot, like, fuck, I started the body positivity project page. I have to keep going. I have to keep posting. I have to randomly take a photo of, <laughs> I, I told my sister one time, I was like, quick, get in this brown underwear. I have to take a photo and post it. She's like, what? I said, just do it. Like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> you do it. So I'm like taking pictures of my sister, <laughs> her brawn underwear and just posting it. And I'm like, love your body, love yourself. <laughs> like it just wasn't, it wasn't sustainable. Okay. And it was, and it, pl- it, it, it plopped. I just, and it, the page is still there. I think it's called Bopo Proj. I don't even know the fucking password. Like it's done. Okay. Next it's dead to me. <laughs> and I have this idea. Oh, before I get into my idea, I also, <laughs> two things, two other big, big failures for me. I get excited about things, like I said, and I'll make a, a rational decisional decision. Why was that difficult for me to say? Let's try once more. I make irrational decisions often based off of my excitement. So I got this like ginormous tattoo of a girl drinking coffee on my arm because I told myself like, I'm going to open a coffee shop. This is non-negotiable. Like I was like 23. I'm like, this is non-negotiable. Like this is what I'm doing with my life. I'm opening a coffee shop because I love coffee. And I did all this research on coffee. I looked at like the actual science behind fermenting coffee and the process and blah, 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 blah. Okay. I got this big ass fucking tattoo, which by the way, I did cry when it was done because it was not what I expected. And at the time I had like no tattoos and just as one big ass lady drinking some coffee and I cried. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck is that? And now I love her because for me, she symbolizes the things that, that you may not expect to happen. It doesn't mean that those things won't be beautiful or turn out differently. Like just because you expect something to happen doesn't mean that it will. And if it doesn't, it doesn't mean that it's bad. And so expect the unexpected and find the beauty in unexpected moments. So that's what that tattoo now symbolizes for me because Quite honestly, you guys, like, <laughs> do I want a coffee shop? I don't know. Like, why was I so amped on opening, like, a coffee shop? I don't know. And I posted it in my story. I, like, posted me reading a book, like, how to open your first coffee shop. I'm like, you guys, coming soon. <laughs> like, I literally said, coming soon. Like, I was literally, like, had a business plan and finances ready and lined up to open my goddamn fucking brick and mortar goddamn coffee shop. No. No, I was 23 and I couldn't even like tie my fucking shoe. Like how was I supposed to do that? So anyway, that tattoo is there. I have another tattoo called Good Grief. And that was the name of a book I was writing. And I have it. I have the book. Like I wrote, I wrote a lot. Um, and then I, I contemplated it and I was like, why am I writing this book? Why? Why am I doing this? And when I finally asked myself that question, I realized like I'm not writing this book for me, literally at all. I'm writing this book because 
people have DM'd me that my posts are inspirational and to keep going and that it's helped them in this way, this way, that way, whatever. And so I was like, okay, these people need more. And I don't want to just keep putting these in captions. So I'm going to write a book because they, they would read it. First of all, if you even read, if you even listen, if you purchased my book that I didn't write, (laughs) but if you were to purchase it and you read it, I'd be shook. Like if you, if someone actually cared that much to read a book that I write, like I'd be shook. So yeah. And then I realized like, I don't, I don't want to write this at all, actually. And I read it over and I'm like, this is a diary. Like this is my fucking Google doc journal that, (laughs) that is not cohesive and it's just trash. Okay. So it's still there and it's half done. Like it's just eh, like no effort, whatever. Just like randomly like, Oh, I got to write my book today wrote a few pages and moved on to my next task. It was never something that I was really invested and stoked on. So now I have two fucking tattoos for two ideas that I just <laughs> fell through. Okay. But they hold so much meaning to me because I've altered those meanings and they've really helped me think about what it is I'm doing and why. And now back to my idea. I'm not actually going to share my idea because it's too early but I'm so excited about this idea that I have. And I have been so invested in a way that is different than any other project I've ever started. And for me, like I'll wake up early, like I've been waking up at like 5.30 or 6. And lately I've been trying to wake up at 5.30 or 6, but I found that I just, I couldn't. And it was because I just didn't, I guess subconsciously I didn't have a reason to And now that I have a reason to, like I naturally wake up, not naturally, that's bullshit. Okay. I actually hear my alarm is what I mean by naturally, because before this idea, I did not hear my alarm and I would wake up at like seven, seven 30 and be annoyed that I didn't hear my 6am alarm. But now I hear it the first time and I'm so excited to get out of bed because that is my time. Like in my morning, the morning time before I even work out is a time for me to sit down, have some coffee, and, and, and work on this idea and really start with why am I doing this? What's the foundation? And I found a actual like business plan online, um, a branding strategy online, and I'm following a template and a guide and I'm watching videos and I'm listening to podcasts and I'm really working on this extremely meticulously so that I can make sure that it is the most authentic thing that I've ever created for myself And it's something that I love to do. And the reason that I feel like it's different is because I don't have the desire to just share it online. Like it is not for anybody else but myself. And when I'm ready to share it, it'll be authentic. It'll be thought out. It'll be curated properly. And it'll be something that I'm proud to showcase rather than something that's, that's formulated so quickly out of the need to the thought that I need to please other people. So the whole point of this is it's really difficult to stay on certain routines or get into certain patterns or habits when you don't ask yourself like why you're doing it. And if you're, if you are answering the why, like, is it on an authentic reason? Like, are you working out just so you can look good? Because quite honestly, like that's not, in my opinion, a, a reason to keep going. Like, like I don't think that if you, you genuinely think that, okay, if I tell myself that I'm going to work out because I'm going to look good, I don't think that you're going to stay on that workout routine. But if you tell yourself like, I want to work out because I want to feel good. I want to feel good about myself. 
like feeling and looking are two completely different things. Like if you tell yourself authentically, genuinely, I want to feel good in my body. I want to fuel my body with the energy that it needs on a daily basis to, to feel okay, to, to perform optimally, to perform at its best. Like that is a reason to keep going because on the days when you're tired and you're doing whatever, you know, you're trying to motivate yourself or convince yourself to keep going, you have to come back to that center. And if you are tired, but you have that, that passion for something, you will get yourself to do it. It's that simple. So ask yourself, like really reflect. I think the two things to really take away from this episode are awareness and purpose. Like purpose in the sense of like, what is the purpose behind what you're doing? Not in terms of like, what the fuck is your life's purpose? Because shit, I don't, I don't know you guys. I don't even know what I'm fucking having for breakfast tomorrow. You're going to ask me my life's purpose. Ugh, no, thank you. Day by day. Okay. Day by day, but take away bringing more awareness to your, to your life, setting more and kind of building upon last week's episode of just like set intentions, set your space, set your mood, bring awareness to like the ambiance that you have just created for yourself. And, and then ask yourself like, what the fuck am I doing? Why, why am I doing it? And if you find yourself that you're in a, in a place right now that you're just kind of unhappy with, and you're not, you just feel like you can't reverse any of the, the decisions that you made. And you're just like reflecting negatively on the past. Oh my God, you guys, I'm sorry. Just, I'm going to cut off that very inspirational flow to say that on this, on this, what is this thing called? On the Halloween party ambiance in the spooky river manor, dark nature sound ambiance. There is a literal, so I'm looking at like a giant house as if I'm like standing on the driveway of this house and in, in, as I'm talking about ambiances in the fucking window of this house is a man with a knife and a mask and it, it creeped me out for a second. And that, that's it. That's all I, that's all I have to uh, say. I just noticed him staring at me rudely as if, <laughs> as if like he has something to say. Okay. But anyway, anyway, ask yourself, <laughs> ask yourself what the fuck you're doing with your life. And are you happy with it? Are you happy with where you're at? And if you're not happy, dissect each and everything you're unhappy with and ask yourself, why am I deciding to stay in the situation? And you're going to have to dig deep because sometimes things are so deep rooted. Like let's say you're in a, in a bad negative relationship and you, you recognize this consciously. I'm in a bad relationship that does not make me feel good, but you can't leave. Why? Why can't you leave? Are you codependent? Are you afraid that you won't find something else? Are you comfortable in that situation? Like there's a reason for everything. That doesn't mean that it's going to be an easy decision to make to walk away. But if you can really find, figure out the solution as to what you're, why you are staying in situations that do not serve you, that you are well aware of, find that reason. And sometimes you can't find it yourself. Sometimes you're too clouded. So get a therapist if that's within your financial means, which I think is fucking bullshit, bullshit that we have to pay for that. But anyway, find a friend that you can confide in. Talk to your parents if you can confide in your parents or your, or your siblings. I don't know. But it's something that ultimately like you have to decide whether answering that why is worth it to you and if you want to get out of the situations that you are in no matter what it is. So 
that felt more authentic to me than talking about my struggles and how to deal with struggles and getting through your struggles. So we will talk about that on maybe next week's episode. Maybe I'll feel something else. I don't know. And that is what I love about this kind of revamp or facelift, if you will, of this podcast is every episode of the Wait for Wait Food for Thought podcast, which I literally only named it that because it was like, people are going to love the double entendre. Like literally no one gives a shit about the stupid double entendre. (laughs) But anyway, I was like talking about subjects that people wanted me to talk about, that people requested in my DMs that I just thought people wanted to hear. And now it's like, I'll have an idea and I'll put it in my story and see like kind of what you guys are saying. And then if I feel like something else, I feel like something else. That is what is coming to me more authentically, more genuinely. And that is what I want to speak about. Speaking of being genuine, so like this, <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys follow Half Baked Harvest. I love her. I, I make her recipes like at least once a week. They are delicious and amazing. But today she posted her story and she said, any podcast recommendations? And I said, yeah, listen to what the fuck. As if like, I don't know who, who records that podcast. And it's, it's me. I record that podcast. And so... Yeah, just shameless plug there. Uh, any, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm just here to help y'all live your most authentic and genuine lives. And that is kind of the the path that I am on right now is like, how can I just live a life that I genuinely want to live and not feel like I'm just stuck? I'm stuck in this twilight zone that I can't get out of because the reality is we can get so wrapped up in where we are currently that we can't really see like where we could potentially go because we just think that like, because we're here in this moment, it's always going to stay that way, but it's going to change. But only if you put in the work to change it and it's going to start with why that's simple. That's it. Why? And why do you want, like, even after you're dissecting everything, you have to ask yourself the bigger picture of why am I unhappy? Why am I unhappy and what needs to change? And it's going to be a long process and you may not figure out your whys right off the bat, but if you could start thinking about that and, and yeah, it's a good place to start. So don't forget to uh, bring some awareness to your days. Okay. Bring it back, reel it in, reel it in, sit down and just be appreciative of your surroundings and how far you've come. Like we always we get so in, how do I phrase this? Let's see. How can I be the most profound in this moment? But I think that like, we always dream. We dream so much about where we could be, where our lives could be. And then once we get to that point where we, we're actually achieving those dreams and those goals, we're so caught up on focusing more on the future dream or goals that we forget to realize that we are living our dreams and our goals right now in this moment. I guarantee you, you can, you can reflect on something in your past moment or your past life that, that has led you to this moment and that you are achieving your goals and you are living your dream to some extent. So don't forget that's where you are and don't get so wrapped up in the past or the future that you can't think about like and, or see what is literally right around your face. Okay. So yeah, I, I, I encourage you to actually look up this Halloween ambiance. I'm going to end with that um, so that you guys can see the creepy man that's staring at me. Like I will literally clock him. Like I'm not even scared, dude. I'll fucking clock him. No problem. But <laughs> anyways, anyways, 
I have to go pack for San Diego and I am actually watching Billie Eilish's documentary because it's really inspiring me to figure out the best way to produce my album. So yeah, watch shit that inspires you and live your best fucking life. And it's a glow up year, you guys. This is a glow up year. So if you're listening to this, like welcome to the glow up fucking team. Okay, you guys glow the fuck up. Ooh, that's good. That is the, <laughs> that is this year's motto. Glow the fuck up up you guys okay and with that i will talk to you guys next week